Uh, what's happening with your Milwaukee Brewers, everybody? Okay, obviously we talked about last week and the trade deadline, but they were still atop of the division, so nobody was panicking too much. Well, a quick check of the standings this morning, and they are not atop the NL Central anymore. In fact, they are two games behind the Cardinals. Now, we talk about this happening. The Cardinals do this thing, guys, where they can put together long streaks of wins. Right now, their last 10, 9-1. and one. Compare that to the Brewers, 4-6. and six. So people are freaking out still. People are still saying that this team has been affected by the Josh Hader trade. I call it baloney. Like, you're professional baseball players. You can't just let something like that affect your psyche, affect your confidence, affect your ability to go out and do your job. Bill Belichick. But Mark Adonazio and David Stearns both, um, I guess address the media this weekend guys they were people were talking a lot about them right who they were blaming for the Josh Hader trade who they were blaming for the fact that the team was underperforming coming out of the trade deadline Mark Adonazio stepped in front of some microphones this weekend and here's the first thing that he had to say when asked about the Josh Hader trade and if that was affecting the team's ability to perform you know last several years here one of the guys will get quite attached to was Josh Hader uh, we get a call from uh, David Stearns and Matt Arnold saying there's something we want to do with Josh. And I actually sat down. <laughs> so he sat down because he wasn't sure what was going to happen. Let's continue hearing from Mark Adonazio. Ashton, give me the next thing. Because Mark Adonazio made this great point that, again, he knew that people were criticizing him. Here on this show, you guys were saying this is the owner's issue. If the owner's not willing to open up his pockets and spend money to keep good players, then maybe he shouldn't have the team. Not necessarily the sentiment that was conveyed here, but I definitely have seen that from the fan base over the last week or so. So Mark Adonazio is saying, okay, but early on I was criticized for one thing. Now y'all are criticizing me for something else. Take a listen. So, um, you know, it's interesting. My first many years here, which I think has continued to this day, I've been, I was criticized that, you know, I stuck my nose in too much. And so now maybe I'd be criticized for not sticking my nose in enough because, you know, how I feel as a fan and how the fans feel to Josh Go versus guys who need to do their job, They've done a terrific job here. You know, they made a move they wanted to make and they hoped to make other moves. So, you know, I know those guys, well, David anyway, talk to you guys about it. So, you know, I, I don't think in uh, in David's tenure anyway, I don't think I've, I've vetoed anything in either direction that he's wanted to do. So, you know, as an owner, you know, accountability, responsibility, but, you know, now it's uh, hands off and, and David runs the baseball op show. Little BP happening there in the background, as you can hear the pops. But, Chewy, your reaction to Mark Adonazio saying, look, early on, y'all criticized me for sticking my fingers too much in the pie, in the recipe. Now I'm hands off. I'm letting these guys that I've delegated do the jobs that they're supposed to do, and I'm still getting criticized. Uh, I, I think it's more you look at San Diego's philosophy, and they're willing to go into debt, right? I don't think he is, because I think everyone wanted a bat. I think if they went out and got a bat and traded Hater, people could have swallowed it easier because how I look at it is this is one of the better chances from a team st- team standpoint they've had at going all the way. Yeah. You don't think so? I, mean, I I don't feel much different about this team versus last year's team. It's kind of the same stuff. 
very similar. Yeah, relying on the pitching staff to get the job done and hoping that the offense doesn't bleep yeah, it up. Yeah, but we all know that he is not going to do what the San Diego Padres do, right? No. No, and the Padres are, you know, they're working with, you know, different finances and they make a little bit more money based off their TV deal and things of that nature. And honestly, I think it helps San Diego that the Chargers left town. Like the fact that the San Diego is the last professional sports team in that city, I think really helps them in terms of generating revenue. Yeah, no, no I, so, I agree. So, but when I, when I listen to the entire Mark Atanasio thing, one, I like that he's hands off. I think that's what you want in ownership. The best owners are hands-off. The best owners are the ones that turn the sports decisions over to the people who put in charge. That's what Bob Harlan did. Bob Harlan comes in. Yeah. Yes, he's not the owner, but he's the you know, he's he's the stand-in owner for the Brewer for the Packers, excuse me. He comes in, hey, too many people in this president role have been way too hands-on. I'm hiring Ron. Ron, this is your show. Do what and, you need and to Ron do. And Ron had turned down the Packers job previous. Previous because they wouldn't give him power. Correct. He's like, no, I'm not coming there without power. So I think you need to empower those guys to make the baseball decisions that they need to make. So I 100 percent agree with that decision. That being said, like Stearns is still operating with a budget, right? So to me, this is just Stearns making a decision of, hey, I only have X amount of dollars. Could I spend X amount of dollars on Josh Hader? Yeah, I could I could certainly do that. I have that freedom from my owner. However, we've got a lot of arms in the bullpen. It doesn't yeah, make sense to spend. How does that hamstring us going forward? Correct. How does that hamstring us in other areas? I still think that the owner is the last line of defense, right? Stearns didn't make this decision in a vacuum. As, as Adonazio said, he obviously went to him and said, we got this thing with Josh because Mark said, I sat down. Like, oh boy, what's it going to be, right? But at some point, he must have given him the green light because if he didn't want them to make the move, I'm sure they presented it to him, right? They gave him a pitch and said, here's why. These are all the reasons why we want to do this. And at the end of the day, he didn't say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do not move our all-star closer. He gives us the best chance to win the World Series. And he did say that that is, of course, the goal in every meeting they have and every time they discuss personnel and finances and whatnot. The goal is to win the World Series. But people thought that the Josh Hader thing was a salary dump. That's the way that it seemed based on what they got back in exchange, based on the money and all of that stuff. And, and, and Adonazio Chewy said emphatically it was not. He said that they had financial freedom. He actually went out and said that they had, there was money there to do anything that they would have wanted to do at this trade deadline. He flippantly mentioned Juan Soto. What? Said the name Juan Soto. So the Brewers obviously called and asked. They probably just didn't have the prospects to send like the San Diego Padres did, ultimately. And that's the other thing. I think that Stearns was caught off guard by the number of bats that actually were not available. Like the, the names, you know, the J.D. Martinez's, yeah. the, the Wilson Contreras's, there were a lot of names that, w- that were expected <clears throat> to be moved that ultimately were not moved at the deadline. So I think Stearns quite possibly was willing to take some of what they got in return from Hader and flip it. I think that's what he was, his plan was. Okay, we've got some more. We can flip some of this and maybe get that bat that we're looking for. And none of that so materialized. So he just got All caught right. with his pants down. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Doesn't make us feel any better. No. 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 And I'm not saying it should make you feel any better. But if he goes to the team then, because again, this all right now, the frustration is amplified because the team is underperforming. Can he go to the team and be like, look, guys, this is what we were trying to do. We are a million percent all in. Look at this move we were trying to pull off. Now, we didn't get the partners. We didn't have the pieces or whatever it may be. The reason that the second part, plan B or phase two, if you want, fell through. But wouldn't that be enough to reinvigorate the squad? Wouldn't that be enough if, in fact, it is them going, 
They've given up on us. We're out here busting our humps. They clearly don't think that we've got it. Like, wouldn't that be enough to be like, oh, there was a plan. It just fell through. Yeah, but. But they're on the but clock, if, if, you're, if you're trying the, to acquire another player to get you over the hump, then isn't that also kind of saying that... Indicative that, like, this ah, we don't think we're ready there. Yeah, this Which team goes isn't back to what there. I asked you guys the other day. How delusional do you have to be as an athlete to go out there day in and day out and look around and know where you are, where you stack up talent-wise compared to some of the other teams in the league, maybe even in your own division, and go, no, nah, man, we got this. We got dogs, you know, to, to quote the P.J. Tucker thing. Like, we got the guys who can get this done, even if in reality you maybe don't. Because, again, this is a one-dimensional team right now. We know what its deficiencies are, and they didn't add to what are their deficiencies. And they're on the clock, too, because eventually these, you know, top-rate pitchers are going to come up for yeah, free agency. Yeah, they've got two years. So, after this. They've got two years after so this. So you can't afford to make mistakes, I think essentially is what I'm saying, because the window is going to close. You know, once some of these pitchers are gone... But it's, uh, yeah. they... I mean, again, you have to find a dance partner. That's why it's dangerous to have to wait to the trade deadline. That's why it's dangerous to have to wait to the middle of the season to try to make a move because you might not find that move that puts you over the top. Some Sometimes you do. Sometimes you find that move. You find that dance partner. You find that player. But there's also the chance that, ooh, we waited too long to try to address this.